Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh, I love this one. Such a good this song. This one's so good. Yeah. Music playing in here. We don't care what mama don't allow. We're gonna play some music anyhow. Mama don't allow no music playing in here. Now nah, my mama don't allow no mandolin picking in here. Mama don't allow no mandolin picking right here. I don't care what mama don't allow. Jethro play that mandolin anyhow. Mama don't allow no mandolin picking in here. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Mandolin solo. Oh, yeah. This is so good. This is so good. My favorite is the percussion. Yes. I don't know when that comes. It might be in the end. It's towards the end, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mama don't allow no guitar playing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mama don't allow no guitar playing, in, yeah. But mama don't lie, but don't play that guitar anyhow. Mama don't lie, no guitar on, playing in here. On, I love this. Here we go. Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast, everybody. Oh my gosh. How's it gosh. going, guys? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. I am Ryan Middledorf. I am Patrick McDonald, and this is your podcast for all things Buffett, but this is a special one yes. because, as you all have known, we've been doing kind of one offs uh, that we're titling Buffett Buddies. Buffett Buddies. We did our first Buffett Buddies on uh, Mac McAnally. That's correct. And our second Buffett Buddies, I feel like it's very fitting. We are talking about Steve Goodman. Absolutely. Steve Goodman, who is a collaborator and songwriter of Jimmy's. Um, uh, from the beginning or kind of the middle of the beginning uh, into yeah. the mid-80s. Yeah. Uh, a big part of uh, uh, Jimmy's life, as we've heard and read and mm-hmm. uh, never been specifically told by anyone, but we've <laughs> inferred. Yeah, they were they were very, very good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Steve, unfortunately, passed away in 1984 That's due correct. to uh, leukemia. Yes. Uh, very break. unfortunate. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is our first full episode on Steve. We've talked about him many 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 times i believe the first episode uh uh uh, we chatted about him was for the episode with bob middledorf yes with this hotel room this hotel because i had to break it that jimmy didn't write it and there was almost it's funny because going back it's like there was a moment of disappointment like oh jimmy didn't write it but actually the more we've been looking into everything about jimmy uh, it's just uh, the whole story about Steve Goodman. Uh, we it would be we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about him. He yeah. seems like such a cool, important, influential person, uh, not only in Jimmy's life but in like uh, the music scene. Yeah, he's and such I, a big yeah. part of the mythos. Yes, he is um, huge part of it, and and he's so good. And we're so we're talking about his first album, Jesse's Jig, and other favorites. This is his one, two, three, fourth album. I Wait, think. this is his fourth album. This is his fourth album. This yeah. is the first one we could find on Spotify. First, yeah, I believe so. Uh, his he, so he 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 did an album in 1970 called Gathering at the Earl of Old Town, which he I think it's like more of a a collaboration. They do it with like Jim Post and Ed Holstein wow. um, and a couple other musicians. And then in 1971, he had a self-titled album, just Steve Goodman. Okay. Uh, and then Somebody Else's Troubles. And then uh, in 1975, he did Jesse's Jig and other favorites, which we're talking about today. 
Oh, wow. Uh, and it could be because this is the first album that he had on the Asylum label, which is oh. part of uh, Warner Music Group. So maybe this is the first one that is like kind of more readily available to yeah, us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. But All I'm right. glad we stumbled across this. Me too. I, I'm, I'd love to hear these earlier uh, Steve Goodman hits now, but uh, this one is so good. It's very, this one is very so good. good. I love this. Um, and I, I just love diving into Steve Goodman too. Like, did, did you know he was a classmate of Hillary Clinton? No, yes, really? Yes. And like, they, they knew each other. Steve Goodman and Hillary Clinton knew each other? Uh-huh. Like, uh, at, uh, did she go to Yale? This was, was in high at? school. What? Yes. <laughs> what? Were, yeah. Let me see if I can find this. Hold on. Um, uh, uh, yes, Maine East High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. They were both classmates in 1965. Whoa. Yeah. That yeah. is so crazy. And she, she mentioned in uh, like a book or something, I found this online, uh, but she said that whenever Steve walked down the hallways, he put a smile on everybody's face. No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So they like knew each other, knew of each other, but they were in the same class. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so insane. Yeah. Uh, that is truly amazing. Uh, it's funny because I, I, I'm also reading a lot about him. He did die in 1984. He died uh, long before his time. Mm-hmm. But I'm also reading a little bit. This is at least on the Wikipedia that he's kind of somebody that uh, he kind of Goodman always kind of talked about how he never felt he was living on anything other than borrowed time. And a yes. lot of people feel like a lot of his music reflects that sentiment. Yes. Which is really interesting to me. I, I, I think that's a huge uh, thing in culture that there's people it's like you don't expect this person to be around much longer or like you know these people you can't imagine them getting old in a way yeah there was which actually, is a weird feeling there, there was a, a a release a posthumous release called no big surprise and uh his wife wrote the liner notes and th- this is also in the wikipedia but I, I i'd like to read it because uh it's it just speaks to who this guy was as a person yeah so she writes uh basically steve was exactly who he appeared to be an ambitious well-adjusted man from a loving middle-class jewish home in the chicago suburbs who whose life and talent were directed by the physical pain and time constraints of a fatal disease, which he kept at bay, at times seemingly by willpower alone. Steve wanted to live as normal a life as possible, only he had to live it as fast as he could. He extracted meaning from the mundane. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It's really, wow. really. So, like, like this, this guy, like, he knew his time on earth was limited mm-hmm. and he did the most he could with the time that he had he lived hard yeah yeah and it good seems like him. he was like he's he was beloved by tons of people in the music industry yeah. um he was a big chicago guy uh also a big just like new orleans guy his uh his most popular song uh which he wrote was the city of new orleans yes. uh, the arlo guthrie yeah. song which i believe we played on the show before we but i think we before, should yeah. we should play it again let's do um, it um but uh yeah he's just an incredible guy well let's what if we try can you try to find the joan baez version of it yeah there's a lot of people that have done this version uh, or this uh song and i think uh it would be cool i don't know if it's on here actually Mm, I might have just set you up. <laughs> we could try the John Denver version. I could, uh, yeah, let's do the, or John the Den- Johnny Cash version. Oh, I found the John Denver version. Oh, let's do the John Denver. Okay, version. let's do it. Well, this is Jimmy version too. Oh Who's yeah, cover of this. Riding on the city of New Orleans, Illinois Central Monday morning rail. 
That's really good. Mm-hmm. 15 cars and 15 mm-hmm. rents. Very, very, very good. Very famous song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just quick. No time for you, Ryan. You're like, I'm, we've heard it. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Ryan's like, yeah, you know it. Let's we, move we, on. We, we get it. We get it. Arlo Guthrie. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yes. Well, let's hear the Buffett version. Let's, let's hear a quick. Where is the Buffett version? Uh, just Google City of New Orleans and go to songs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Click on the song version and it's like halfway down. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Live, at, uh, live at Wrigley. Oh, yeah. Summed it up best. We're going on his train right now. Riding on the city of New Orleans, Illinois Central Monday morning train. Fifteen cars. Three conductors, 34 sacks of men All along the southbound Odyssey As the train pulls out from Kankakee Heading over highways, farms and fields Passing trains that have no name Great yards full of old black men And the rail of rusted automobiles Great Song. Yeah. Good morning, America. How are you? That's a good cover. Great song. It's so funny. I mean, I was reading just about this just now. I mean, Pete Seeger did a cover of this song. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, folk people that did huge covers of this song. And Jimmy, it, it once again is a sign that Jimmy was really tied in these folk roots. Like, yes. it's so interesting to me that he developed and found this new voice that was a completely a sound of its own, uh, which I think is completely out of him just trying to uh, lean into what he enjoys and what he likes, and he followed it until it became its own thing. Yeah. But you can't say that he's not part of this folk, like, no. Uh, the faction and uh on this same album the live at wrigley field yeah. there is an acoustic version of city of new orleans really yeah so that Whoa. was the full band version that i just played oh that's awesome and i would love to play the acoustic version let's give it a listen just to give it a listen oh, come on let's hear the same song three different times <laughs> i love it <laughs> four different times he did did he do it at the same place well was it the same concert this is from the same album one from the bleachers what do you think do one Could've from the bleachers. bleachers yeah. Okay. He's like, this one's in the bleachers. Oh, let's keep it on the track. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep it on the CD. <laughs> All right. This I like it when he goes in the bleachers. This a lot of memories yeah. to me because it's the first place I sat and watched the Cub game with Steve Goodman back in about 1970-something. That's cool. And uh, I think this is a final circle to... Uh, Bring together the great fun we had tonight with the great care we feel for our people down on the Gulf Coast. The city of New Orleans runs there every day. And I hope it starts up again soon. Oh, wow. So this has been around Katrina time. Yeah, yeah. wow. Wow. So much going on. Yeah. Him singing at uh, Wrigley Wrigley Field Field for Steve Goodman about Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any more layers we can add on? We throw in a uh, in a strange son or something. Yeah. <laughs> Monday morning train. 
15 cars and 15 restless riders Three conductors and 25 sacks of men All along the southbound Odyssey The train pulls out for Kankakee Heading over highways, farms and fields Passing trains that have no names Freight yards full of old black men And the graveyards of the rusted automobiles Singing! Good, good morning, America. How are you? Don't you know me? I'm your native son. I'm the train they call the city of New Orleans. And I'll be gone 500 miles when the day is done. That's great. That's so good. That's Honestly, I, I would do uh, City of New Orleans, the podcast. I could listen to covers yeah. that song over and over. <laughs> There's so much heart. Like, I don't know. The, the thought that just struck me about Steve Goodman is that he left so much heart behind in his music. Yeah, because like, I mean, we've talked about this before. When we hear a Steve Goodman song or a Steve Goodman written song, you can tell. Yes, you, you can. Know? You're like, he, oh, this is this is really, really connected. Yeah, yeah. He had a very specific songwriting style that was very specific, very heartfelt. Yeah. Uh, just, he was a great storyteller. And I mean, I, I think this album in particular, Jesse's Jig and other favorites, I think really, really shows that. There's a couple yeah, of, uh, th- there's a couple of Buffett songs we know in here. This Hotel Room, Door Number Three. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're great covers of them. What uh, what reaches out to you uh, uh, from this album? What I mean, we, we the uh, song we opened up with, Mama Don't Allow It, is probably the best song so on good. here. I think it is. Right. It's also that classic, like, kind of a, a jazz band solo style song. Yeah. But I've never heard a song that, like, the lyrics are specifically set up for people to do solos. Yeah. And I think that's such a funny, cool, interesting it's such, thing that he did. It's such, like, a family band yeah, type song. Yeah, it's just really enjoyable and really cool to listen to. It's great. I also really, really love... I think you'll love this too, uh, Jesse's Jig. Yes, yeah, Jesse's yeah. Jig is great. I love Jesse's Jig for the same reason I love the instrumental for Banana Wind. Yeah, this is an instrumental, right? It's an instrumental. Yeah, and it's so good. It's great. It's, it's so, so good. good. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Great. Yeah, this is so good. Yeah. This guitar playing is incredible. Oh, yeah. Dang. God, that's so good. It's just like amazing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's so good. It's just like raw talent. It's amazing. It's to raw play that talent. fast and that good. Yeah. On was that a harmonica? Yeah. That's crazy. That's incredible. I don't know who's playing that? That might be Steve. It might be somebody. Oh else. my gosh! It's I, just when, so good. When I was learning guitar as a kid, uh, I, I had a couple of um, of really really great instructors and teachers, and there was one guy. I forget his name. I wish I could remember, but he could play guitar like that, like oh steel picked guitar. Strumming, yeah, incredible. Oh my god, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. It's really incredible. It's just so good. Uh, another song that I really loved. I loved all of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Spoon River was one that I really connected Spoon to. Spoon River's really Spoon River's good. kind of emotional. I don't. Uh, Spoon River is interesting because uh, there's a lot about the the term Spoon River, and I don't know much about. Uh, there's a play called Spoon River Anthology. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 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 based on a, a short free verse poems uh, from 1915 by Edgar Lee Masters. It's a very famous series of poems, uh, and it's uh, I believe it's all um, like it's all about like kind of a small town, uh-huh. and it's a lot of like stuff about like little people that like lived and died and um, uh, mostly died <laughs> in this small town in Spoon River. So I think that's kind of what this was based on. Yeah, I mean, his songs, like all these songs are very, uh, very like self-contained. Yeah, very literary too. Yes. He's, yeah. he, loves, he loves that as we can see uh, one song we'll talk about in a bit. This is a great track. All of the river boat gamblers are losing their shirt. Oh, yeah. All of the brave Union soldier boys sleep in the dirt. But you know and I know there never was reason to hurt. When all of our lives were entwined to begin with here in Spoon River. All of the calico dresses, the gingham and play. It's got a very cool voice, too. He's got a great voice. Yeah. It's so solid. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. He's such a cool dude, man. Yeah, he is. I was just reading a little bit more about the song, but I was reading about his second album, Somebody Else's Troubled, had a bunch of guest musicians, including John Prine, Jimmy Buffett, and Bob Dylan. Really? And I don't know why that album isn't on Spotify. Huh. You know, Somebody Else's Troubled. We got to track it down. I know. We got to find it. I could yeah. probably buy it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. guess what? It is on Spotify. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but it says it came out in 1999, which oh, is why okay. it would have been so a that's, trick. Okay, yeah, got yeah. it, got it. So we'll, that'll be the next uh, Buffett Buddies Steve Goodman yes. album we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll get to this eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, he's so good. <laughs> it's is, just so sweet. All of the Riverboat gamblers are losing their shirts. It's such an interesting lyric to Yeah. Me. It's great. So cool. Is there anything else in here that really sticks out to you? Hmm. What it's, else sticks out to it's me? It's a sin to tell a lie. Is very, it's so good. very good. It's so good. We might have to jump around and do some quick hits on some of these. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is it's a sin to tell a lie. Yep. Yeah. He's such a good picker. Yeah, he is. He's so good. That. What is that? It's insane. How do you do that? He's insane. You're insane, Steve. (laughs) Oh, 
my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a talent. I know. Just be sure when you say I love you, it's a sin to tell a lie. Millions of hearts are broken just because those words were spoken. I love you, and yes, I do. I love you. If you break my heart, I'll cry. Just be sure it's true when you say I love you. It's a sin to tell a lie. So good. That's great. That heart. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, the guitar is crazy. It's crazy. It's oh so good. Goodness. He's so good at this. Yeah, he is. Uh, another song uh, I really liked. Well, two more. I liked. I can't sleep a lot. Uh huh. I thought that was a fantastic yeah. track. Uh, and also Moby Book. I want to just talk about. I think that's. This is this shows me why Jimmy Buffett and Steve Goodman are friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna write like this serious song about Moby Dick. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, it's let's so listen good. to a little let's bit listen to Moby Book. I don't know why it's called Moby I, Book. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dick wasn't allowed to be in the song title. Call me Ishmael. It's like a jazzy version of Ishmael is my name. A blues version of a, the summary of a book, <laughs> which I love. Call me Ishmael. Ishmael is my name And I served under Captain Ahab And I sailed in bound in Maine Ahab walked out on that deck And he said unto his men Till we spot that great white whale We will not sail home again And he took out a gold coin and he nailed it to the tree Says this coin belongs to the man Who spots the whale that took my leg from me Forty days at sea, forty days and forty nights We took many a whale, my boys, but not one white whale inside Hear that lookout holler Oh, there she blows. This is great. This it's is so, so good. good. It's so cool. It just it rocks. And he's so cool that he can make a song about a book and it's like cool. Yeah. And I would like play it at a at a not every party, but some parties. <laughs> I'll play we'll probably play it at my birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So yeah. everyone sit around and listen to Moby Book. It's a it's great, great song. And it's then so I, good. And then I Can't Sleep was another one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Can't Sleep is great, too. I just got to get them all in. Yeah. I love all these songs. Yeah, this is another contemplative one, a sad one. Last night I stayed up late to watch the sunrise. It afforded a wonderful Count the sheep till I cry Count the times you said goodbye And I can't sleep when I can't sleep with you There's no need to think you'd remember A love like some Oh 
great hit. I mean, come on. So, Steve, so good. It's so funny. It's I, I, I deal with this. I'm like feeling these feelings of like loss that Steve Goodwin is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it happened 30 years ago or whatever. Yeah. But it's like such a bummer because he's such a talent, but it's so cool that he hit it so hard when he had the time and he like took the care and he knew what was going on and he was like, I'm going to get this out. And all this struggle that he was going through, I mean, this is before this, I think. But uh, yeah, all that struggle, like he he fought his hardest to get through that to make still make great music. So yeah, it's and, cool. and a- another important thing to point out, it's not in this album, but he is uh, he he wrote and recorded "Go Cubs Go." Yes, yeah, for, that's a big one. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. He's, like I mentioned, he's a big Chicago guy, huge Chicago guy, and he loved the Cubs. Yes, and he wrote this song for the Cubs, and it has turned into their victory song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually just read that after their 2016 victory in the World Series, uh, it hit like uh, it, it was in the Billboard uh, like bubbling under 100 charts. No way. Yeah, so it hit like <laughs> 103 or something like that. That's crazy. Which is nuts. So like this guy, he's still living on in the music world. He's oh yeah. I mean his his uh, uh, his presence is still very much around. Yeah, it's very very cool. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, he was a big Cubs guy. Uh, I guess turned Jimmy into a big Cubs guy. Yes. Jimmy loves the Cubs. Jimmy's a huge Cubs fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let, let's play a little bit of Go Cubs Go. Well, let's let's yeah. hear it out. Classic eighties eighties track. Yep. He fell hard into the eighties. Oh yeah. Baseball season's underway. Well, you better get ready for a brand new day. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win today. They're singing, Go Cubs, go! Here we go. It's just great. It's a feel-good song. It's so good. That's like all of his music. I feel like it's just good music. Good, like, feel-good music. Some of the stuff is, like, sad, but, like, it's it's just his his vibe, his personality is really ingrained in all of these tracks. Absolutely. It's great. We didn't, love the guy. Didn't Bill Murray do Go Cubs Go on SNL? He did it on SNL. Year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He great. did it with the whole, the, the whole audience. Yeah, and all the Cubs, uh, some of the Cubs players That's came right. out. That's right. Oh, God. Steve Goodman made a trip uh, to SNL last yeah. year. I mean, come on. His music was on SNL last That's year. That's amazing. And yeah, and he was and he passed away 30 years ago. It's yeah. very, very cool. Well, I am very excited to dive into more Steve Goodman. Um, I, I, I want to end this episode by uh, playing the the last little bit of Mama Don't Allow It. Oh, thank God. I think it's such a fun it's song. It's so good. I love, let's, let's bookend it. And, and if you want to, you can just uh, take this uh, episode... Uh, stop it at the beginning, <laughs> edit everything out, and stop it at the end, and you just have this whole song. It's, it's and a it's great like song. We never spoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Fairhead Podcast fan's dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> just the music just without the music. our rambles. That's right. So until next time, I am Ryan Mildor. I'm Patrick McDonald. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Thank you, Steve Goodman, for all you did. Seriously. Uh, God, we love you. Oh, and yeah. uh, have a good week, everybody. Here we go. I don't care what mama don't allow I saw that fiddle anyhow. I don't play that fiddle anywhere. Oh, I love right a fiddle. Here. here we go. <laughs> yes.
love a bass. My mama don't allow no Fender bass playing around here. Fender bass. I don't Ooh. care what mama don't allow. You, you better wake up. Here it comes. Mama don't allow no <laughs> bass playing around here. Podcast Network.